I hope uh, you're enjoying your New Day experience, the, the, the highs and the lows of, of New Day. I know as a, as a youth leader on site, like, it's, the momentum's been building throughout the week and we're starting to see some real breakthrough with our young people, but also just the pastoral challenges that, that come up throughout the week as well. So you have moments like, wow, this is amazing, and moments like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is going on and stuff, and that just seems to be how New Day goes, but we are very thankful every morning of stuff that God is doing and how he's impacting lives and and taking young people deeper and and bringing freedom and and setting young people free and and we've got heard about young people getting saved and healed last night which is uh, amazing and uh, expecting some more to come as we uh, hit the home straight of uh, of new day so for some of you, I know you've been journeying with us each day through the seminar stream. For some others, you might just have um, popped in um, for today's session. It's really good to have you with us. Um, we've been looking at healthy ingredients for youth work and a different um, E, which represents a different area of youth work um, each day. So we've done enjoyment, looking at the culture you build within your youth group, um, building a culture where young people can enjoy God, can enjoy a relationship with one another. Then, um, then we looked at education, how to really communicate the story of God to our young people and get them caught up in their story within his story. Then yesterday we looked at example, so um, what it means to apprentice young people and, uh, and really set example in our lives as they join us and look to us and we do life with them, how uh, we really serve them in that and be the best example that, that we can be. I'm really excited to, uh, to be inviting the, the guys up that are going to be doing Encounter today, how we cre- create a context of encounter within our, young, uh, within our youth works and see young people encountering Jesus, which uh, I know Jess and, and Owen are going to do a brilliant job at leading us through on that. Just a couple of notices before I invite them up. So uh, once again, we'll do questions. So um, the number, my number is up there um, on the flip chart. Please feel free to text at any point through, uh, through the seminar um, and uh, we will look to answer some questions at the end and if we don't get to answer them um, while you're in here then we'll just text you throughout the day and uh, I've been having some great conversations with different youth leaders throughout um, the day yesterday on different questions that, that were being raised um, so very happy to, to continue that and look forward to getting questions today. Also just to remind you again if you've been in each day we've got a Facebook group called New Day Youth Leaders um, which pre-event was a lot of the, just the detail of dealing with bookings and, and um, sorting a lot of stuff out and actually became quite a good resource for just um, serving um, youth works uh, about getting information um, for New Day. Uh, post-event, what we're going to be looking to do is just putting some training up on there, putting some different um, live streams, some equipping stuff, sharing resources um, and sharing testimonies uh, and stuff and seeing that develop as a, a thing that can really just equip youth leaders um, throughout the year. So do do connect with that. I, we realised that it was a secret group at the start of the week, so we've now made it a public group. So if you found it hard to find it, it's no longer secret. Um, and we've got the Youth Workers Conference, which is just a, a brilliant weekend um, that we put on in January to uh, serve Youth, um, youth works, just a time of refreshment, of getting equipped, of just having time away with uh, your team or connecting with other teams. We've got some brilliant speakers lined up um, for this year, so the dates are up there and uh, just encourage you to, to get on board um, with that. Brilliant. Well, we've got Jess Bateman and uh, Owen Tuffin from the King's Arms in Bedford. Um, both lead in uh, their youth works. Uh, Owen leads the younger youth, Jess leads the older youth, and they're just great leaders, great examples, people that are just passionate about young people and uh, just love Jesus and love people encountering him. So let's welcome these guys up. 
Hi, as uh, as Wayne was saying, I'm Jess. Owen's going to come up and speak in a minute. Uh, it's such a privilege to be able to share with you this morning. And I just wanted to, to say sort of kind of at the start, um, I'll lead you with Owen and Carol over here as well. She can give you a wave. Um, and uh, we have a great team. We have a privilege of being in a slightly larger church. Um, so I just wanted to say this morning that if you are coming from a church that is maybe smaller, maybe you're the, the, the just the only youth leader sort of in your church heading stuff up, we just love to, to tell you that we are family and we are team together and we just love to serve you in any way that we can. Um, we're just going to share with you today some stuff that we've learned along the way. Uh, we haven't got answers for everything. We're still learning and we're still growing, but we'd love to just be family of you. So if you want to know more at the end, please just come and chat with us or we can take our email or something and we'd love to to love to help you out in any way we can. We're basically going to uh, look at kind of what encountering with God looks like with our young people, and then at the end, we're just going to give a lot of room for us to encounter God together if you're up for that. Does that sound okay? Amazing. All right, Owen's going to come and kick us off. Hello, hello. So like Jess said, my name's Owen. I promise you I am a youth leader. I know I look quite young, but I am a youth leader. I'm 21. And I have the privilege of leaving our, leading our, leaving, I said, leading our 11 to 14 year olds at, at King's Armors. And it is the best job ever. I've been doing it for just under a year now. And it feels like a long time, but it has been amazing. And like Jess said, this morning, I'm just going to share a little bit about why do we need, as young people, as youth leaders, why do we need to encounter God? And I actually thought the best place for us to start with that was to actually hear a couple of stories of our young people at King's Arms of how they've encountered God, what that looked like for them and how their lives are actually looking a little bit different after that. So I'd actually love to welcome them up now. So if you could put a big hand together for Noah and Ed, I'll come, come and... Woo! So we'll, we'll start with Noah. So this is Noah here. So Noah, why don't you just share a little bit about what it was like for you when you encountered God? What did that look like for you? Yeah, so um, a couple years ago, when I was going into year 12, um, I was at a place where I wasn't really walking with God anymore. I still had faith, but wasn't acting like it. And it, I'd basically been away from God for about two or three years by then. And um, But that year, start of year 12, it really started to change for me and situations changed. And I started coming to youth group. Um, we call our older youth group Innovation. Um, and on my first night there, I actually really encountered God for the first time in about three years or so. Just And God met with me quite powerfully and he lifted some of the um, sort of rejection and distance from him that had sort of grown in my heart over the couple of years before then. And um, he also just really gave me a sense of peace. I felt really at home there. It was just really powerful to hear on my first night there. That's amazing. And how did your life look different after that? So that was the moment. That was how God met with you then. Going out of that room, leaving innovation that night, how has your life looked different from that point? It's completely transformed. So I, I'm, I've been part of the youth group now. It's just done so much for me. And it was, I can't stress enough how much a sort of sign from God it was they wanted me to be there for my first night to just encounter him that powerfully and my whole faith has been sort of restored I I serve on the youth team now I've come to know God in different ways and it's it's been so good come on, come on it's so good and Ed, why don't you 
That's so good. So same question, Ed. Could you let us know any, a time you encountered God, what that looked like for you? What was that like in the moment? Um, I think for me, um, encounter is a massive part of my relationship with God. I am um, constantly searching for uh, for fresh encounters with God. Um, and I I don't, I, I, to be honest, I, I, I won't really talk about one particular time. Um, but I, I, so I'm a worshiper. I always long for intimacy with God. And, and whenever I'm, I'm praying or um, even just now, just getting up here, I just started to feel nervous. I'm just like, Father, just come and encounter me right now. I want to feel your peace. And instantly, I'm, I just, I just, uh, it feels almost like a weight, but it just brings me back down. I feel like I'm grounded in the earth. That's what it feels like for me. Um, so yeah, that would be to answer your first question. Just a constant wanting to encounter. And same question for now. So uh, I don't know about you, but I think uh, for young people, the whole thing of um, seeing is believing uh, is a massive part. Um, I know definitely for me it was. Yeah, so um, so seeing it, believing it f- to some degree is um, is a really human response. I know definitely for young people. Um, so when when you encounter something that you already have faith in, faith rises. I felt that. Um, and so... And and for me, I believe obedience is is the fruit of faith. So actually, so when you're in, so when when you encounter something that you already have faith in, so you 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 see something that you already believe in, faith rises. And if obedience is the fruit of faith, then actually, when when you encounter your imbe- obedience levels rise, and actually, so for me, encounter uh, stirs stirs my soul to to live a more obedient life. And yeah, that's that's kind of the fruit that I see in my life. So they're just two guys from our youth group. I feel like sometimes they preach to me, but it's all good. I learn loads from them. They're amazing guys. But I thought it'd be great. That that was a great place to start, hearing stories of actually God does encounter our young people and their lives are transformed and changed from that point. And it was the same for me. I know I'm stood here as a youth leader today, but three years ago my life was very different. I was here as an 18-year-old at New Day. I was actually a backslidden Christian at that point. And why I was at New Day, I'm not too sure. I just got back from Magaluf, I know. Um, and I was here at New Day. To this day, I do not know why I was here. And I, I came to New Day with a lot of baggage, a lot of, a lot of hurt, a lot of questions and a lot of doubts. Um, and I remember talking to Josh, one of my youth leaders at the time, great guy. And I remember uh, t- just chatting to him, Josh, if, if God is who he says he is, if God is my father, if God loves me, surely he would encounter me. Surely he would meet with me. The only other time I'd met with God was as a 12-year-old at New Day again. And for five years, hadn't met with God. And I was crying out to him. I was talking to Josh. Why wouldn't he meet with me? There was a lot of anger and a lot of frustration in, in my life. I didn't know what I was going to do from that point on. I'd just finished A-levels. And I was here with a lot of questions, searching for God. And I found myself in the big top on the first night just after chatting to Josh about, about that stuff. And, and do you know what? It was in the ministry time and I just found myself stood still, opened my hands to God and said, God, I want to meet with you. God, come and meet with me. And it was the most amazing encounter of God I've ever, ever had. It changed my life forever. In that moment, like I said, I had, I had doubts, I had questions, I had pain and it all just left. And I remember I was, in the, I was in the big top for a little while after the meeting finished, just crying on the floor. Josh was next to me crying. Um, and it was all good, but God gave me a passion for young people in that moment as well. And I walked in the big top and I didn't really have a passion for young people. And I left and I had this amazing passion for young people. I left completely changed, completely transformed the man I am now. If you asked um, my youth leaders sat at the front, 
what I was like going into that big top. Gosh, they were, I was the bad one. I was the one that they would be telling off every night, red cards and all this. And now I'm actually leading. I'm one of the youth leaders. It's an amazing story, but that's, that's how God met me in that moment. That's how my life has changed through encounter with my Heavenly Father. And that's actually what God has designed and created us to, to be, to encounter him. See, the word of God and the spirit empower us to meet with the person of Jesus. So the word of God and the power of the spirit enable us to meet with the person of Jesus. Whether that's physically, emotionally or spiritually, our whole being, our whole self, us as people were made to be in the presence of God. So you here this morning, you're young people, you were made to encounter God. Today, tonight, you were made to encounter God. And God's ultimate desire for us as sons and daughters was to look like Jesus. He wants us as sons and daughters to look like Jesus. And in Corinthians, it says, when we behold his glory, we are changed from one degree of glory to another. And that means you can't meet with God and walk away the same. You can't. When you meet with your heavenly father, you change. Things change. Like my life changed in that moment, in that big top. I met with God and I couldn't leave the same because I just met my heavenly father. Everything changes. And that is our inheritance, like Joe was saying on the first night, Joe McNamara, who's saying you, you, we, we can approach the throne with confidence. We can approach the throne with confidence. It's our inheritance. We get to walk in community with the Trinity. That is our inheritance. That is what God has won for us. And in Jeremiah 29, 13, it says, you will, seek, you will seek me and you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. You will seek me and you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. That is so encouraging. That is so, so encouraging. Do you know that's a promise from God? That if we search for him, he will meet with us. When we search for God, we will find God. It was like for me in that moment, I stood there, I said, God, I want to meet with you. And he was faithful. He met with me. That is a promise. And I want to encourage you here this morning. If, if you've lost faith for God to meet with your young people, that is a promise in scripture. That God will meet with your young people. God has faith to meet with your young people. I have faith that God wants to meet with your young people. It's so good. It's so good. It's so true. And one of the translations of presence in Hebrew means face. I'll say that again. It's an interesting point. One of the translations of presence in Hebrew means face. Face. It's not faith. It's face. Which is such a good reminder to us that when we are in the presence of God, we are actually face to face with our Father in heaven. So when we are in the presence of God, we're actually face to face with God. And that's what God wanted and designed encounter to look like. And our young people are so used to encounter without face to face contact, without eye contact in the world of social media, in Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever, whatever it is. Our young people are so used to having connection and relationship without a face-to-face connection. And that is so counter what God created us for. God created us to be face-to-face with him, to be intimate with him, to look in his eyes and know that we are his children. That's what he wants for us. And it's through that encounter and it's through that experience that we actually truly get to know who God is and get to know who we are in God. And I think we need to realize, as youth leaders, we need to realize the difference between knowing God in our heads and experiencing him in our hearts. We need to realize the difference between knowing God in our heads and experiencing him in our hearts. It changes everything. It changes everything. It wasn't until I'd actually met God in my heart that I really truly knew who I was and who he was. 
before that it was just head knowledge and it's the same way it's it's like it's like when i've a friend of mine is telling me about another friend of theirs so a friend of he's saying hey have you met my friend he's like this he he acts like this he does this i haven't met this person but i'm just hearing this person's experience and i start to build a picture of what their friend might be like based on their experiences but it isn't until i actually get to meet that person myself that i get to know what they look like how they act how we could have a relationship. And it's the same for us with God. It isn't until we truly get to meet him, look at his face, be in his presence, that we truly get to know who he is, his relationship, what that would look like with us. It changes everything. It changes everything. Sorry, I just flipped my paper over. Good old paper. So it's good. It's so good. So, And I think in that as well, I think there's, there's an opportunity for us. Relationship is two-way. You cannot have a one-way relationship. Relationship looks like connection both ways. And I think in that moment, we need to realize that God wants to meet with us, but we actually need to open ourselves up to meet with him. So like I said earlier as well, it wasn't until I actually stood in the big top and said, God, I want to meet with you. It wasn't until I stilled my heart and said, God, I want to meet with you that things changed. Because I opened myself up. I said, God, come in. Come rushing in. I searched for God. I looked in his face and I knew that he was looking back at me. That's what presence, that's what the presence of God is like. And enjoying the presence of God is something so much more than being momentarily moved by God on an emotional level. It's the power of truth connecting deep within our hearts in a way that completely transforms our emotions, desires, and our whole being. See, when we meet with God, we can't leave the same. We can't leave the same. It changes everything. The Apostle Paul calls it the spirit of revelation. And I pray for that. I pray for your young people tonight that they have a revelation of the Father's love. I pray that it changes everything. I pray that it's not just a a moment of, God, I'm meeting you here. I pray that it changes their life forever like it did for me when I was 18. I pray for that for your young people. I pray that they leave new. They completely change forever. Completely changed. And I'm going to hand over to Jess in a second. But I just want to leave asking you a question almost. Just leaving you with a bit of a provocation because... I want to ask you, are you expecting that God wants to meet with your young people? Do you have faith that God wants to meet with your young people? And I'm talking about the church kids. I'm talking about the non-church kids because I was so far away from God when I was 18. I was the one that you would think he's never going to meet with God. And God met with me. And I feel, I feel a real provocation. God wants to meet with your youth. Are you expecting that God wants to move and change your young people's life? It could happen tonight. Do you have faith for it? Because if you have faith for it, you'll make space for it. If you have faith for it, you'll make space for it. And that, that's what youth works like. It's about creating a space where your young people can meet with God. But it starts with you having faith. God, I know you want to meet with our young people. I know you want to meet with our young people. And I pray for that tonight. I pray for that tonight. I'm going to hand over to Jess now. She's going to come and share some more. Okay, so um, I just want to look at um, what does it look like for young people to encounter God both corporately and in the secret place? And then I just want to talk a bit about hosting God's presence. So like Owen was saying, encounter looks different for everybody, but it's essentially it's meeting with the person of Jesus, which results in lives changed. 
So you can tell when someone's encountered God by the fruit in their life, just like Ed was sharing. You can tell by the fruit of their life. So things like restoration, forgiveness, peace, joy, um, security, identity, confidence. These are the things you want to look for in your young people when they're having encounters with God. Look for them afterwards. There was a girl in our youth group once who um, was having a really, really tough time with her relationship with her mum. It got so bad that she was thinking about wanting to move out. And she came to youth one night and she powerfully encountered God in worship. Powerfully encountered him and she was so convicted. She was blaming her mum for everything. And in that moment, she had a revelation and a conviction that I need to go and I need to ask forgiveness and I need to sort this out with my mum. And that relationship was restored and completely changed through one encounter with Jesus. Our lives were changed around, which is just amazing. You know, in Acts, um, at the time of Saul's conversion, there's a disciple named Ananias. Uh, he lives in Damascus. And now we all know that Saul is a terrifying guy, right? And um, basically, Jesus came to him and said, I want you to go and, and lay hands on him and pray for him. And he was absolutely terrified. Um, but he eventually did it. And he laid hands on Saul. And Saul's eyes were healed. And he got filled with the Holy Spirit. And I just want to share this story with you. I just want to read it um, from the Bible. It says, Now, there was a disciple at Damascus called Ananias, and the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Here I am, Lord. And the Lord said to him, Rise and go to the street called Straight, and at the house of Judas, look for a man of Tarsus named Saul, for behold, he is praying. And he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in and lay hands on him so he might regain his sight. But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man how much evil he has done to your saints at Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, go, for he is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him that much that he must suffer for the sake of my name. So Ananias departed and entered the house and laying hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road by which you came has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes and he regained his sight. Then he rose and was baptized and taking food, he was strengthened. And I love this story because there's two different encounters that are going on. There's one with Saul. Jesus has shown him the vision of Ananias coming and laying hands on him. And there's Ananias who was terrified. He was terrified of this man who could literally kill him. That was his experience of this man. And he was like, God, no, like, he's going he's gonna to kill me. I don't want to go. And in that moment, he encountered God. He encountered his heavenly father and he went he it's like ed was saying like fruit is obedience he gained he gained the confidence he got strengthened and he went and lives were changed we know that the story then of saul turning to paul and the amazing things that he did with jesus so we're leading young people into encounter i just want to encourage you don't be afraid of what it can look like in this story jesus came to ananias in a vision i don't know if any of you have ever had a vision before but that was the experience that he had in this story So it's okay if young people are meeting with God outside of your frame of reference. Encounter with God doesn't always look like what we expect. So just be prepared for the unexpected. I mean, at Pentecost, the disciples had tongues of fire resting on their heads. Mary had an angel come to her. A small boy's lunch fed 5,000 people. And um, 
Moses, well, he was tending his sheep, wasn't he, when God came to him in a burning bush? I mean, what a range of ways that God loves to encounter us. We're all so different. And, you know, if you're, if you're seeing a young people meeting with God and you are unsure, you've never seen it before, don't be afraid. What I'd encourage you to do is allow them to encounter and then follow them up. Ask them, what do you think God's doing in that moment? Look for the fruit in their lives afterwards. So ask them in the moment, but give it a week or so and say, what have you noticed that's different? What has changed for you? And like, it's just amazing for them to then to be able to share that testimony as well. So encounters with God, they build faith and they give us increased motivation basically to press into God for more. I don't know about you, but when I encounter God, I want more. It makes me hungry. So look for that fruit in their lives. Good old paper again. So it's also like, it's really important that our young people understand, understand that encounter isn't just uh, meeting God in like youth sessions when they come to New Day. Encounter is something that you can have all the time. God loves to meet us with, with us like every moment, every day. It could be sitting on the sofa. It could be playing football. It could be going shopping, walking down the street, putting worship music on, reading a book. It looks different in each situation. There's no formula because God loves to meet with us. We are his children and he loves to meet with us all of the time. You know, our young people, they have encountered God on youth nights. Some of them have had visions of heaven. Others have encountered God so powerfully by giving to and serving the poor. And some of them, they've massively encountered the goodness of God by bags of food being left on their doorstep. It's just amazing. Like I've had kids come to me wrecked because someone blessed their family through a really tough financial situation. And others, we've prayed for them and they've, they've encountered God through receiving the gift of tongues and that's changed their lives. So encounter looks like many different things and I think it's so important that we teach our young people that it's not just at New Day, encounters every moment of the day. So the amazing thing is that we can have experiences with God, uh, but we can also, sorry, we can have experiences of God, but we can also have experiences with God. So we have experiences of God, like where we meet with him powerfully, like we're worshipping stuff, but we can have experiences with him. Because he is all about relationship, right? He loves relationship. He's all about it. And like, we're co-heirs with Christ. You know, we're called to partner with him and seeing his kingdom come. And, uh, you know, for example, you could be walking down the street and someone's coming your way and Holy Spirit goes, that person's got this going on in their life. And now in that moment, you have a choice. You have a choice to be obedient and to take a step up and be brave and see God's kingdom breaking out and see his love impacting someone. Or you could not. It is up to you. But in that moment, what Father is doing, he's saying, hey, I love you. Come, come have a shared experience with me. Come into a relationship with me. Let's do something together. Let's have an encounter together. It's, it's so about adventure, isn't it? It calls us into adventure. So... We love uh, taking our young people on the streets and Owen took a, a bunch of our young people a while back. I don't know if you guys do this with your young people, but if you haven't done it yet, I just really encourage you to go for it. It scares me sometimes. I'm sure it scares you guys sometimes. But I think in terms of giving young people an opportunity to grow in courage and grow in who they are and step out is so, so vital. And Owen took a bunch of young people and they're in the local park and they saw this guy on the bench. And um, Owen did tell me that he was like, I'm not sure about this one. Maybe we shouldn't go see him. And the girls in his group were like, no, we need to go. We need to go. And what they'd done before they set out onto the streets, they'd um, basically spent some time listening to Jesus. And they'd sort of done these like cards. We call them like prophetic cards. So they'd ask God what he wanted to say to people that they encountered on the streets so they'd written on there like a prophetic word they'd drawn maybe like a picture they would got the bibles out and they'd written scripture on there 
And basically, this guy, they went up and they gave him this card they thought was for him. It was all about the father's love. All about the father's love. And this guy just powerfully encountered the father's love for him in that moment. And, you know, like, that's obedience. That's, that's courage. That's fruits of the spirit. That's God working with our young people and through our young people. And it's amazing. Encounter isn't limited to one-off meetings. It's every moment of every day. Guys, be expectant. So at King's Arms, um, we, just, we just love corporately. We love to use different activities to help our young people just sort of encounter God. Uh, you know, we realize that you've got a whole range of young people. We've got non-Christians right up to those that are on fire for Jesus. And um, we, 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 we use scriptures. We, we, help to, we help them to understand when they read scripture how to, how to make it applied to their life. So we get them to ask Holy Spirit, well, what does this mean? How, what, what are you saying to me through this and for other people? Um, we use, um, we have soaking times. So we just stick some music on and we'll say to them, just, just, just be still and just listen. We'll go around and pray for them. We we'll sometimes use visualization, uh, which is basically what Francis Chan used the other night. You know, where he, he got the picture, the throne room of God. I think this is a really powerful way of helping young people to encounter God. Those that say, I never hear him, I never see anything. One of the ways that I I find really helpful to explain it to them is God loves to speak to us in our imaginations. That's how I see it. When I get pictures of stuff and like visions of stuff, I see it through my imagination. So I say to them, like, just close your eyes, just connect, just connect with God, be still. What I want you to do now is I want you to picture just an empty frame. And I'll I'll be like, "Have have you got it? And they'll be like, yeah. Okay, now I want you to ask Jesus to come and draw something in that frame. And some of them will get it instantly, and others will just wait. We'll wait till Jesus comes and draws something in that frame. And then we'll ask him to ask Jesus what he wants to say to them through it. So these are really simple tools that you can use. Another one would be picture your favorite place. So it should be so you can picture your favorite place. And now where's Jesus in your favorite place? And what does he want to say to you? So these are kind of ways to help them to learn how they can encounter God, how they can hear God for themselves. So we also teach, we teach into different ways that you can experience God. Now, I think this is a really important one. It's been so vital for me in my life. So during sessions, like youth sessions, we'll ask them what they're feeling, what they're hearing, what they're seeing, what they're smelling. We had um, a few years ago, I've only been doing youth at King's Arms for a few years, and one of our first times together, we had a youth team meeting and we were worshipping. And this kind of weird, sweet burning smell kind of came into my lounge. And I was like, that is so weird. So I went outside because I thought maybe it's a fire close in windows. And there was nothing outside. Literally, it was just God's presence in the lounge. It come in this kind of sweet, burning smell. It was absolutely amazing. It's the first time I've ever experienced anything like that. But I think it's so important to teach our young people that there's so many different ways that God, God loves to meet us because he's fun. He's fun. Like, jewels drop from heaven. People are healed. Like, there's so many ways that he loves to come and meet with us. And we teach them about the spiritual realm as well. We teach them about angels and demons. Now, as a child growing up, I was a child that would see angels and demons, and I knew nothing. I had no context for what to do with that. And I think like, we will have young people who see angels. They will be seers. They will see things. And I think, if guys, if you've got no sort of understanding or sort of frame of reference for this, find people to ask about it. Learn from other people. Something I've had to do personally is just go around and ask lots of questions. What does it look like for you to encounter God? How do you encounter him? How how do you feel? What's that like? Um, Get the Bible out. Look at the different ways that people encounter God in the Bible. Learn from it. Like, it's the best thing you possibly have. So, and just remember when you're, like, you're encountering God in your sessions, don't forget to go around and ask on people how are they meeting with him, what he's saying. Get him to share it corporately if it's something for the whole group. So that's kind of basically what I've got on um, how, how kind of young people encounter secret, uh, in the secret place, in the corporate place. What I'd love to just talk about is kind of how we host girls' presence. Now, I know some of you like, will have smaller youth groups. Maybe there's only five in your youth group. Some of you will have 60 in your youth group. 
but I, I, do, I, I do believe that it looks the same for everything. In terms of coming into God's presence, it's the same. And I just really want to encourage us right at the start, the most important thing is just to take the pressure off. When you're leading young people into encounter, take the pressure off. There's nothing you need to do for God to come. He is such a loving father. He is passionate about you. He is just running to meet you. You think of Usain Bolt and how fast he sprints, times it by millions. God is like that. He's like, bang, I'm there. I'm furiously, I'm so furiously coming to meet with you. I'm passionate about you. It's amazing. Like, oh, it's just so on fire for you. It's like a fireball coming to hit you. He's just in your face. He's amazing. And James 4 verse 8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. This is a promise. This is a promise. Any of your young people say, I don't encounter God, you show them James 4 verse 8. It says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. That is a promise to hold on to. He will meet with us and he wants to meet with us. And something, in terms of hosting God's presence, guys, something that I'm really personally passionate about and um, something I've, 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 me and my team have really kind of brought into our young people is um, family. I believe strongly in family and young people, our youth groups being a place for family. I believe God sets the lonely in family. And I believe that when we are family, it just creates such a safe environment for young people to kind of encounter God. So I just really encourage you, like, like look at your, your youth groups. Look at the culture that you've got in your youth groups. Um, as a church, we, we, just use, we use our church's culture in our youth. It filters down. So our culture that we kind of, the things we teach is honor, generosity, acceptance, courage, and authenticity. Thank you. So we're teaching into those things. And even so this week at New Day, we're having a day each for like a focus. So we had Honor Day the other day and we just taught them again what Honor looks like. And we encouraged them in what it was. And we said, look, go, for, go find a, a way to honor someone today. And then we shared testimonies of like what, they, what they've seen and done like the day before. We're having Courage Day on Saturday. I'm well excited for that one. I'm so excited for them all to go and step out and try something new. Like, think about what is the culture that you're setting in your youth. What are the things you're, you're repeatedly teaching about how they do family together? Also, create an environment where young people are expecting to meet with God. So share testimonies. Testimonies are powerful. I think some of the, some of the ways I've heard people encounter God and how their lives have been changed radically have been the things that have stirred me. Personal testimonies. They're the things I've gone, you're different. Something about you is different. So I've only been back with God probably about five years. I was so atheist before that. I was like, I was so angry with God, blamed him for everything in my life. And um, it was looking at other people and going, something's different about you. It actually used to irritate me. I used to find Christians really irritating. Like, it's like, you're so happy all the time. Why? <laughs> oh, my gosh. But now I understand why, because <laughs> I'm happy all the time too. So... Uh, Yes, share testimonies. When you're hosting God's presence, start by focusing their eyes on God. Like, share who he is, his majesty, his glory, his kindness, his goodness, his greatness, his love. Like, just focus them on the person of Jesus and help root them in identity. Speaking to who they are, their sons, their daughters, they're loved by their father, and they can boldly approach the throne. I think if I gave a young person an invitation to go to McDonald's whenever they wanted, I think they'd take it, and I think they'd be there all the time. It's the same with God. He gives us an invitation to meet with him all the time. Like, it's just there. They can boldly approach the throne. And John five nineteen says, Truly, truly, I say to you, the son can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the father doing. For whatever the father does, the son does likewise. Jesus only did what he saw the father doing. Guys, when you're hosting God's presence, throw your gender out the window. Literally, let it go. Let it go. Give space for God to move. Don't be afraid. 
like to just fill the space all the time. I think one of the things that we can sometimes be afraid of as youth leaders is the room kind of falling apart when we're trying to encounter God. It's not happening the way I thought it was. Or what should I do? Like sometimes just wait, be still, have silence. God moves powerfully in those moments. We don't need to be having worship music all the time and noise and things going on. We can just be still before him. And I tell you, there's some of the times where God has met most powerfully with our young people. Totally. Don't, don't, like, just be brave. I think that's the thing I was encouraging you. Be brave. Listen to what Holy Spirit is doing. And, and I don't know if, like, some of you might just use, um, sort of, like, an iPod or something. Others of you might have worship leaders. If you've got worship leaders, just communicate really well with them at the start about, you know, where you're thinking, like, you want to lead the meeting, where, where God's leading you, like, who's doing what. Just you've got some good communication, sort of, throughout the time about what's going on. Be really sensitive, also, to what God's saying. You know, he may speak to you about things that are going on in the room uh, that he may want to bring people freedom from. So things like uh, shame, disappointment, lies, fears, uh, unforgiveness, you know, these things are barriers to encountering God. And if you feel Father sort of leading you corporately or individually uh, for these things, um, just help people to respond. Like if you're hosting God's presence, help them to respond. Lead them through like repentance if, it needs to, if it's repentant, they need to repent of things. Just help lead them through the response to these things. And also, um, I'd say that one of the biggest barriers to encounter is judgment and offence. I think we all know there's like a spectrum of manifestation. So on this side, you've got those that encounter God loudly. So you might hear a bit of, ah, or, <laughs> no, I don't know, Carol, I don't know why I'm looking at you. Or like they're shaking and they're screaming and they're joyful, right down to the ones on this side who are just like this. And now the thing is, like, the thing we really need to teach our young people is it does not matter how we encounter God. The people down here can look at the people over there and be like, why are they so loud? And the people over here, it could be like, maybe they should shake it off a little bit and like, God will meet with them. Like, it's really, really easy to fall into a judgment of different people encountering God. And it's really important that we teach young people what it looks like to encounter God. So I'd also say that I think in terms of hosting God's presence, uh, Encouraging young people, no question is too silly to ask. I think this is really important. You're going to have such a spectrum of kids in your room as to where they're at with Jesus. And I think just creating that culture that you can ask any question, we're not going to class it too silly. Because we want to help you encounter God. We want to answer your questions. We want to know that you're believing the truth of who he is. So I think one of the great ways that you can do that is just literally spend an evening doing it, have small group discussions, having chats. We had a guest speaker come recently to our church a few months back, and it was a night where Holy Spirit really broke in, and it was loud. We had screams, we had yells, we had joy, we had people hitting the floor, and a lot of our young people, there was a, it was a church family meeting. And um, what we did off the back of that was we took the next youth night to just talk about how we encounter God, what that looks like, to answer any questions or any worries or concerns they had about that. I've got some of my youth that maybe encounter God in more of a big manifestation way. Some of them that do that. Ah! So that would be one of the questions my young people would have quite often is, does it hurt? Does it hurt when you encounter God like that? So I think answering their questions is so important so it doesn't lead into fear. So I got them to share their experience as youth of what it's like when they encounter God like that and maybe what was going on. I think it's so important that we explain regularly like how we encounter God. And as a youth leader, one of the things I'd say, one of the things I've had to learn so much is don't be afraid if the kids are sitting down when you're hosting God's presence, when you're in worship. Like, don't be afraid if they're sitting down. Don't panic if they don't look like they're receiving. Like, God is passionate about meeting with them. Just wait, listen to Holy Spirit. If you've got those that don't know Jesus in the room, have people that are kind of on, on sort of on, 
on a, on point to go and talk to them, ask them questions. I always find if those those that look like they don't want to receive, if I go to them and ask them if they want prayer for something, they'll say yes. And I think God loves to meet with them in that moment. Finally, encountering God is fun, guys. It's full of adventure. And I think as a youth leader, I've learned that just learning about how people encounter God, how I encounter God, asking lots of questions has probably helped me the most. Um, and I think also just learning to also press pause in different seasons and just celebrate all God has done. That is basically what I would say. Okay, we've got a bit of time left. Sweet. Guys, we would just love to spend some time just encountering God with you. Um, I brought, brought a bunch of our young people with us. They're, they're on our, our leadership team for youth as well. Um, we've got some other team with us that might just come around and pray for you. Can I just invite you to stand for a sec and... Um, We'll just spend some time encountering God. Okay, so I know it's Friday, it's Friday, a new day. I know it's been a long week. I know it's pretty different things kicking off. I just want to ask you where you are. Maybe just to do a bit of a prophetic action, just to brush some stuff off your shoulders, anything. Just a sign of, all right, God, I'm getting rid of anything that could be in the way of me meeting with you right now. Shake it, like literally, you can shake it off, guys. You can get it loose. You know, now when someone gives you a, a gift, like if I was to give Hannah here a gift, I'll give you my mobile phone. She would reach out for it with her hands to grab it. And in the same way that when we're encountering God, like, it's such a good thing to lift our hands and say, hey, I want to see the gift that you've got for me today. So I just want to encourage you, invite you right now, just to lift your hands. You know, in Ephesians 3.20, it says, God can do far more than you could ever imagine or guess in, or request in your wildest dreams. But he does it through his Holy Spirit deeply and gently in us. And I just feel like the Father this morning just wants to come and meet with you in such a gentle and a deep way. So Holy Spirit, I just welcome you here right now. I welcome you here right now to come and dwell among us. Why don't you just start thanking God for who he is? Just start praising who he is. He's such a good dad. He's so full of love. He's mighty. He's gracious. He's merciful. Just start inviting him. Just start saying, God, I want to meet with you. I want to meet with you. Some of you have been holding on this week. You've not been letting yourselves go fully. Guys, this is a safe space. There's a moment here for you to really encounter the Father's love in a new way. Just tell him how deeply you want to meet with him this morning. He's passionate about you.